Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. Today it is episode 91 and I am joined with my amazing host Hotshot Ginger. How's it going buddy? It's going, but since we're doing this in the middle of summer, I feel like I'm dying of heat. This this is the thing, guys. Like, when you podcast, you want no noise in your room. So you got to turn off your fan, and you don't want any wind coming in. So you got to close your window, and we're picking, like, the hottest day to record this on. I am currently burning in my room right now, but it's okay because we're broadcasting this for you guys, and we love you. Before we get into this very dark topic, I'm going to put a warning at the top of the show and say that... This is not a family-friendly episode. We're talking about anime murders. It's going to be a very horror-based, very violent-based episode. It's very uh, reminiscent of the Blacklist episode we did back on episode 11. 80 episodes later, we're doing another very dark topic. One that I came up with because I saw an anime video of uh, anime character kill counts, and I just thought it was a interesting and dark topic and why not just try something completely different um you might have seen that our 90th episode was uh, uh broadcasted on the the virtual NerdCon uh that eli uh, azric hosted so if you guys uh, bought tickets and supported the event that's amazing thank you so much for that and also we have some very big news uh, a couple of things I want to go through. Uh, first of all, you might have noticed on the YouTube channel, we officially have an artist checkmark. So Giant Music, the channel, is recognized as an official artist channel. I'm very happy for that. I, it's basically a, an artist verification. I've been grinding to get that thing for months, and finally it's here, Hotshot. Did you see that? Did you see the artist checkmark next to the, the little beautiful Giant Music text? <laughs> I did not, actually, but congrats. <laughs> I am, I'm only here to show up. I don't go to your channel. I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't. I only show up and leave. Um, and then the two other things, uh, three other things I wanted to mention is uh, we have broken seven thousand plays on uh, our podcast ag- aggregator. So everyone who listens to the podcast, uh, except on YouTube and SoundCloud, uh, collectively we have seven thousand listens. Thank you so much for that. And the last two things I want to mention is uh, our my SoundCloud broke a hundred thousand plays. Thank you so much for that. And also you can join the Giant Music Facebook group. We're almost at five hundred members, I'm trying to push that. So that's gonna be everything. Hot shot. Let's get into this murderous topic uh what went into your list when you were picking five anime uh blood hungry villains well i mean i will just say straight up that not all murderers are villains but i'll get into that later um what went into mine was i was trying to find shows that either we haven't talked about much or we haven't talked about at all so i tried staying away from like shonen villains like say orochimaru vegeta stuff like that and tried to go further out into actual high body counts there was one i was considering but um she didn't exactly kill humans but she did have like the highest body count in her show but I'll, th- I'll throw her at the end as an honorable mention so you guys know who she is. But basically, I just wanted to cover shows and topics that we haven't talked about either at all or much before. Right on. For myself, I had uh, characters that I tried to go for the, like, the darkest characters. I really wanted to push the boundary as to like uh, the violence and the things we could talk about on this podcast. So very intense uh, killing sprees are about to occur. Uh, Hotshot, you were really hot on the ball right there, so uh, I would like to uh, have you go first if that's okay with you, uh, because I think that uh, you're talking you're gonna have very precise uh, picks that are uh, represent uh, the shows that you enjoy the most yeah yeah i can do that that's totally fine it's totally okay for re- you, but can you, me talk- for- you can have me talk about murder and have you stay perfectly perfectly pure if you don't want to go first i'll go first with pleasure no no legit legitimately you're good you're good i'm just i'm just throwing shade <laughs> all right enough shade i wish i had more shade right now it's burning in my apartment yes yeah, <laughs> All right, so if I'm going first, my first pick is known as the Black Swordsman from uh, Berserk, Guts. Now, oh Jaden, have you heard? I've heard about him. Oh yes, yes. I never, I haven't watched this. Uh, this guy is a killing machine. <laughs> this guy's killed so many things. I know. I've wa- I've watched Berserk. I've read Berserk, and I've played the Berserk game. I spent more time on the Berserk game because there's actually way more to go through in there, but. When the premise of how the game is played is a wave battle of you just swinging your sword and massacring literally everything around you, that's how you can tell you have a murderer on your hands. Yeah, man. 
This guy's no joke. This guy's no joke. I've I've uh, heard so many things about Berserk. I've seen uh, everyone telling me that Berserk is a really intense a anime. Uh, I've heard at some point there was a really crazy episode where like he goes on an animal killing spree uh, for something. But uh, it said it like in, in more of a medieval time, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's it's medieval time, so it's like knights and castles and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. There's also supernatural elements where I want to say it's the son of sin that uh, corrupts and basically rises an army of the damned and Guts has to basically battle his way through. After leaving his guild or like band of thieves, essentially. Um, after, okay, so I actually have a page of him pulled up. So it's uh, the band of the Falcon is the, is the band that he was initially part of when he was just like a wandering swordsman. Basically, he was a, he was a bounty hunter. So he would just like accept jobs and like massacre armies of people on his own just for, uh, just for coin. But he was basically looking for a purpose and looking for the person who royally fucked him over as uh, as a kid because he had like one of those. He had a really traumatic childhood, which left him in the path of just nothing but violence. Um, his mother was dead before uh, before birth, essentially. And I'm I'm taking I'm taking bits and pieces from the wiki here, so just bear with me. So Guts was born from the corpse of his lynched mother underneath a hanging tree where he was left to die alone, a mere blood afterbirth. Mercenary group led by a man, Gambino, eventually happened upon the site, preserving the infant to be dead, and thus began his two lids to be a blood hungry blood hungry mercenary. He even killed the one who took him in, the Gambino right. in uh, basically like a rite of passage uh, as to leave the guild. I want to, like, just, like, we're obviously focusing more on the on the axe here. Um, what's the most gruesome kill you would say he went through? Or, like, what's one of the most gruesome things you've seen that he's done? Most gruesome one that he's done, um, I know... Let me find it on here, because I know it's on here. Um, that had to probably be during the eclipse, where... For no fault of his own, it um the leader of the band of the hawk uh was corrupted by a cursed I want to say medallion. I'm not exactly sure what these things are really, but um after that he massacres like all of the demons that are right that are rising up and. As he's doing this, the demons are also killing the only family that he's ever known. So they're annihilating every member of the Black of the Black Hawk. And he's forced to watch this and forced to even take part in some of them as mercy killings. Oh, man. Yeah. Berserk is no joke. No joke. It is fucking brutal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, like, I, 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 I think. I think one of the only ones that are like on the same vein as that as being as brutal are and neither of these ones are on my picks, by the way, are Elfin Leod and uh, Bloodsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th those are gruesome animes that I definitely didn't pick. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying it's in the same vein. <laughs> no, it is in the same vein. And the fact that you say vein is very ironic right now. Um, I just think that like this character uh, is a machine uh, that is uh, trained to do the act of killing. You know, and this is like just very like much what his character is about. Uh, I obviously yeah. love like the, he the he actions. survives. Yeah, he survives only to kill. Um, but throughout Berserk, the overall story is guts like finding purpose in his life. That's more about uh, that's about more than killing. But he's always drawn to the fact that the only thing that he can do well is kill, which is like, you know, I mean, that's what he does. Right. And I will say and audience, if you guys are longtime listeners, you know that me and Jaden are major uh, major fans of the show Death Battle on here on YouTube. Um, there was a battle between him and Nightmare from Soul Calibur. If memory serves, Guts won. And Nightmare is literally a being fused of just pure hatred and like blackening of the soul. Really? Yeah, I, I, if memory serves, he won. Nightmare could have won, but I'm pretty sure Guts won. I mean, I don't remember, obviously, because I, uh, I I've, there's so many death battles nowadays, bro. But uh, uh, what I will say is I think that, like, I'll just go back to what I said previously. Like, obviously, just a very intense uh, killing machine. And uh, talking about killing machines, I'm ready for my first pick. Okay. I will say one last thing, not even just on Guts, but on uh, Berserk as, as a whole. Do not watch or read or play this if you are faint of heart. It is beyond fucked. 100%. All right, go ahead. 
All right, so I am going to be uh, mentioning one of the uh, characters that uh, from an anime that you mentioned, um, and this is Lucy from Elf and Lead. Uh, definitely, Yay! yeah, yeah, a killing. Machine I'm cheering well. a murderer. I feel really bad about this. What? I'm cheering for a murderer. I feel really bad about this. Oh, no, no, I, I understand why you would feel that, but like, obviously, this is all in a fictional sense, guys. Uh, we don't condone anything that these characters do. If it was, I, I, it all fictional. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, and yeah. all, so, um, for uh, so basically, she goes by like I, I've seen her go by Kaede and Lucy. I'm just gonna call her Lucy. Uh, she has this like uh, dissociative identity disorder where she switches from uh, Mew. To I I forget the I've seen this anime like two years ago uh, and I'm gonna just say Kaede uh, as the other personality where Mew is very cutesy and just there and just Mew 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 and like very uh, just Mew. innocent Mew. and uh, Mew. Kaede <laughs> is the first uh, uh, introduction we have to the character that is Lucy and that just watch the first scene of Elf and Lead and you'll see that she has all these invisible. Uh, technicals around her where she basically can kill anyone super easily and uh, Elfin Lead is no joke of a show where it just she goes and she goes on a murderous rampage throughout the anime whenever she switches back and she's not in, in her Mew form uh, I don't know have you seen anything from uh, Elfin Lead Hotshot? I've seen a few episodes as of as of recently um, so I have seen the pure destruction that Lucy can do, um, but I've also seen how cute Mew uh, can be. But where when one ah sorry tongue tied when one scene that I can remember vividly is when Mew is found on the beach in new mode, and the bounty hunter essentially is uh, yeah, searching yeah. for her. yeah. And then she turns Lucy and absolutely destroys him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like th this is like one, episode one, maybe two, but I think at it's the same one, time. Actually. Okay, so it might be the first episode, but even even if it is just episode one, it still holds that strong a grip on me that I still remember it that vividly. I remember this one scene, like this was a big scene in the anime where uh, there was this group of when she was in school like she was like really like elementary school like even like kindergarten there was a scene where these kids were bullying this puppy and basically uh, hurting the puppy and she was telling them to stop 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 eventually without spoiling enough was enough and uh she killed all those students so from a oh, young age Jesus. she's like she's not okay not at all and uh the elfin lead is no joke of an anime as well this is a very intense murderer i don't know i think her her kill count is easily in the thousands like she's killed so many characters throughout that. Uh, I mean, even 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 when we first see Lucy, like before we even see her full figure or anything like that, when she's escaping the facility, it's easily a hundred. <laughs> like just going based on the blood splatters that you see on the walls that she walks through, it is easily like way up there. Mm -hmm. She's known as a Diclonius, is what I think is the her race basically. Um, and these 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 Diclonius's, they have like the ability to like to like te telepathically have these tentacles uh slice through things and she has multiple invisible arms that like that move around and everything i know she can like infect people with a virus anyway she's really intense and uh no joke of a character um i really enjoyed uh, this anime just because there was like some very like slow parts where i was just kind of like okay so they're just kind of doing nothing right now and but there's always like an, a, an intense kill every other episode like that the 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 anime because of lucy is marked by the killings you know those are like the best moments and the most intense moments it's because like lucy like sliced something up you know and i'm not talking yeah. about cooking again again unfortunately this is one that i even own but i haven't sat down and watched a lot of it like from from the first episode i really did fall in love with the show and i even did fall in love with lucy and you right. i just haven't sat down and watched it no of course of course i completely understand so honestly, but that, I, yeah but funny funny enough along with the with the first pick that we had uh she was actually in a death battle of her own versus uh carnage and she won if you saw that one she won and she won I, I, at first, I was a little upset because I love Carnage, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I actually love her. So, yeah, no, go. <laughs> uh, I, I remember that one, and uh, I was like, there's no way. Like, that that was one of those ones I knew she was going to win from the beginning because I saw the anime at that point. I was like, yeah, no, it's over for Carnage. So, yeah, that's everything I got on Lucy, unless uh, you want to go to your next pick. Um, yeah, I'll go to my I'll go to my next one. I, I ahead, really buddy. wish I had more to add on Lucy, but unfortunately, I don't. All right, so next up, so this is a character that you have talked about, uh, probably more so in length with Kyo, but from Future Diary fame, Yuno Gasai. Oh my god, you stole a pick of mine. 
Yeah, well, I kind of figured that you would also pick, you know. Oh, my God. She's, this girl is... This girl is brutal, for lack of a better word. Like, she's ridiculous. She, she, gave, she gave the stamp of Yandere for, like... For generations, almost to follow. Like when when people hear Yandere, either they think Yandere Simulator, the game. But when I think Yandere, I think Yunogasa. Yunogasa is like the ultimate Yandere. I, I yeah. Just, this girl is is insane. Like there's no other word but insane. She, she, the kill she goes she goes and does and oh my gosh. Oh, there's one. Anime, there's dude. one of my. There's one of my favorite kills that she does. Um. It's when they're on uh, in Tsubaki's shrine where uh, she's uh, when she's rescued. And I think it's uh, Fifth who comes after her with like all the ones that look like him. And she just dashes through all the clones and just fucking buries her axe into yes. the neck of the of to the real one. Yeah, I remember and just that. like she just dodges and weaves and just straight up gone. Do, do you, <laughs> or you've, um, you've, you've seen this whole anime, right? I, I've seen I've seen most of it. I haven't seen all of it, but I will say it was spoiled to me by no fault of his own. Uh, it was a pure accident that it got spoiled. I remember how it got spoiled. Now I think about it, but uh, I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Okay, uh, I'm trying to remember a specific scene, but you go go get into more into it for me. I'll I'll, I'll look into it as you talk. Okay, so you know, um, will kill anyone except for Yuki, which is the one based on her uh, future diary, the one that she is to fall in love with like her diaries to the diary of lovers. And it only says what uh, Yuki is going to be doing, but anyone who even comes close to him, she fucking buries. <laughs> um, I can't remember actually no. where, where I am right now. Ninth is still alive. So I don't know if she, if she kills him or if she kills her, but what she does go through, like killing her own parents from being pushed too far or killing fifth, as I just said, or, Basically, the, like the let's take the shrine in general, actually, because she just annihilates all the zombie, uh, zombified shrine mains. I guess I can say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like once she gets the knife and just, or no, she used an axe in that and just massacres everyone. And it's all, it's basically all a uh, thing to just tell Yuki, do not make me angry. <laughs> Like when when you push her when you push her she fucking snaps. I remember. Do you remember the character Akise at all? Gray haired character. I do. Yes. Okay. I I'm just gonna say it. I'll, you 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 know the ending. The the moment when she beheads him was the most intense for me. I don't know if you saw that scene, but there's this scene where basically he's he has this his throat was cut so he couldn't speak anymore and he wanted to tell uh, Yuki about uh, the fact that there are, there are two Yunos right. And then uh, she starts slashing and she cuts his head off. And he had just enough time to type on his cell phone that there, there's two Yunos and show it to Yuki. And then all you see is just his head flying. It was just ridiculous, man. Like the most dramatic kills in that anime. Because she was the she was the second Yuki because she already took or she was the second Yuno because she yeah. already took care of Yuno. Yeah. I'm just saying like this girl is. Oh, man. I, what else can you say about the fact that she's just bonkers? Like, on, honestly, bonkers. when you say, like, don't don't get me wrong. It, it took me a long time to see Future Diary. But at least when I heard the name Yunogasai, I knew what people were talking about. Like, I knew what she was capable of. I knew, like, she was one of the first Yandere's. Like, I, I knew who she was. Right, right, right. I, uh, I, that's basically all I have to say uh, personally, bro. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of the same just cuz uh again Future Diaries one of those shows I haven't finished. I love but I haven't finished. Um so. I want I want to go through the next pick. You you know this character very well. You've recently watched and we've recently discussed this character on on the podcast. I'm picking Frankenstein. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. D d right? Come on. You know I know how you feel about the movie, but just the act of murder happens so many times in that anime. Because Frankenstein is just doesn't understand life and death. Almost we can almost say like he basically is gets experimented on and then uh, by uh, by Doctor Frankenstein and then he manage he manages to uh, escape uh, the castle and when there's an experiment that goes wrong in the wrong brain blah 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 we all know how Frankenstein goes and then from that point on like basically every character dies because of Frankenstein or like not directly because of Frankenstein but because Frankenstein was around in the vicinity right I mean yeah but. Wasn't some of those murders also the uh, the assistant that was doing them to 
uh, basically drive uh, Doctor Frankenstein insane. Um, maybe I like the. Dog- I, I, th- I think like I think like some of the murders were, and up until that point, the monster hadn't killed anybody. I know he does, but I thought he didn't. Like uh, he, the housekeeper. I remember the housekeeper like seeing Frankenstein. Well, yeah, be, she she sees him and has a heart attack. He didn't really do anything except, aside from show up. So you think it's this is a bad pick? Like, what are your thoughts here? I kind of think it's bad pick because like when I think murder, I think like going at it with vicious intent and like tries to actually cause harm where Frankenstein, like even if he did accidentally kill someone, he accidentally did it because he doesn't understand that. Oh, you're broken and I can't fit, put you back together. Right. In this anime, I think that's more like the intention here for sure. Uh, that's like, oh, well, not the intention, but that's more of the fact where like it's kind of accidental or if it happens it's because he really, you really look for it. But still, like, I think I mean, that- I know I know I know accidental murders are a thing. So I can't really entirely fault you for it. It's just not a pick that I would go with. No, I totally, I totally understand. I just, I don't know, like this anime was like, you know, because I was, I, I, I was in this very Frankenstein mode uh, that when we podcasted about that, and like in retrospective, I, I see why it's just not necessarily the best pick, but I still see him. I can still give him the label of murderer, like because he does like commit killings throughout the anime that he's like maybe it's not like what he wanted but it's what happens because of his actions or because of like his existence you know so maybe it's not the most direct killer obviously lucy and uh yuna are much more intense murderers but uh, in comparison to frankenstein but frankenstein still like kills a lot it's frankenstein you know yeah well i mean yeah i'm not gonna say hey he doesn't kill anybody so that's not fair because he does, you're right. I mean, they're all accidental, but he does indeed do that. <laughs> so I can't really. Yeah, no, you're 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 good. You're good. It's just not a pick that I would really get into or really pick myself. But I can see why you would throw him on here. Emma, I love you, Emma. <laughs> While we're on Frankenstein, the fucking ending of the dad and the shotgun. <laughs> no, 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 the ending when he just jumps off the cliff. He just sighs and shoots himself. <laughs> just like, really, your daughter's right here, and you just give up like that. Oh, ridiculous! Now this anime is all over the place, guys. Like, if you, if if you want to save yourself the time, just listen to episode eighty-seven. Like, we 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 basically go through what you need to know. First. We we go so. through we go through the whole thing and talk about what a waste of time it was. So go check that out if you would like. All right, uh, that's all I have on Frankenstein personally. So uh, you can go. Yeah, I didn't really out. have anything on him. Yeah, I can feel the. I want to go to my picks five from you. Yeah, sorry. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, so next up is uh, one that we've name-dropped before, uh, but haven't really talked about the show or the character, because it's one you haven't watched, actually. Afro Samurai. I haven't watched, but I watched Samurai Champloo, so I almost watched it, right? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Go ahead. So Afro, um, reason I'm picking him, he's the main main protagonist of his series, he his series is just a ploy of revenge because where we open the series, he his dad is killed by the bounty hunter justice. And this world follows a strict code where there's a number one and a number two headband. If you have the number one headband, you're revered in power and feared for your power and respected. But if you wear the number two headband, you are the only one who has the right to challenge number one for that title. Unfortunately for number two, everyone can come after you and try to get that headband to claim that right. Right. So Justice Justice was wearing the number two headband. His dad was wearing the number one. And as Justice beheaded uh, Afro's dad, um, which I think in memory serves while he was growing up, Afro kept his dad's head in his bag as a reminder. Um, Justice threw the number two headband at Afro. And he had it. And basically, like, he he is a murderer, don't get me wrong, because he does go through the training of being a, being a samurai, being killing machine. Um, everyone he kills, though, is almost in self-defense for coming after the number two headband. He does use intense, like, interrogation motives, but most of the time it is just in self-defense. Like, there was... Uh, and he will kill anyone that is even close to him because they almost always try to backstab him. Right. So... He meets someone and gets close. He will still behead you. So he, he's basically the reason why you said like uh, not all villains are murderers because he's he's basically defending himself the whole time from what I understand. Right. Be, well, I mean, if you want to throw it like that, Guts isn't technically a villain either. So 
And and Afro isn't because, yeah, he's killed thousands of people, but most of which were in self-defense. And I know this is going to be a question that you throw because uh, you have been. Probably one of his most heinous uh, villain acts is when an entire gang comes up uh, for the number two headband. And this is like in the first frame that we see where he's an adult. And he just utterly destroys them like beheadings, uh, arm cuts, uh, stabs, kicking. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. And it's just him standing in a pool of blood and body parts. Man. Afro Samurai is freaking awesome, dude. You really do need to watch it. I'm planning on it. I'm currently watching Demon Slayer, but Afro Samurai is going to be on the next one after that. Okay. But I mean, one of my favorite parts of just the show in general There's essentially two parts of him. So the tranquil, quiet and strong uh, part of him is Afro. But the party guy, like basically inner uh, desires and stuff like that is reflected in a second version of himself that he made called Ninja Ninja. What? (laughs) And yeah, he's the one who's like going off the wall. He's basically like your friend. That's a bad influence. But at the same time, trying to let you or telling you to just take it easy. Right, okay, okay. Like, he he's basically the one who says, like, everything Afro wants to say, but since Afro has practiced in the way of the samurai, he's so reserved and so almost respectful of everything that he doesn't, like, have any outbursts like that. Right, 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 right. Uh, I just feel, like, how can I say it, like, just this guy's just a fighter and this is like part of the this is part of the job, you know? Like this is what he does because he has that goal with the headbands and everything and he has to protect and strive for what he needs. Uh, this is what he does because he needs to survive. Basically. In order in order to get that uh that headband. So yeah. eventually eventually he does and he does uh defeat justice and he does get the number one headband. But after he gets them, he buries them both. So like oh, basically wow. to put to put an funny? end to that legacy. I just spoiled it for you. I'm not going to watch it now. Well, watch it anyway. No, I'm spoiled. That's boring, man. It continues after that. How many episodes does that happen into? It's one of the final episodes, but there's also the movie that continues after. Well, good job, Hotshot. Good job. <laughs> you just spoiled Future Diary for me. <laughs> da, 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 da. Comedy. All right. I will go to my next pick on that uh, spoiling uh, vibe. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was Good a job. slip of the tongue because I thought it was something that was really cool about the show. This is, you know what? It makes me think of this uh, completely off topic. There was this one time in eighth grade where we had to like present books that we like read, right? And right. I, I would just, I finished this book. It was the longest book ever. And everyone wanted to read it, but I read it first so that I could review it for people. And then I read it and then I presented it to the class and everyone's like, oh yeah, this is a great book. And I'm like, oh yeah, the guy dies at the end. And everyone's like, what the f? <laughs> Did I just swear? Oh my god! (laughs) Alright, I'm gonna go to my next pick. I'm going to my next pick. Um, So... Uh, this character probably killed the most out of all the characters so far. I, I'm going to venture to say this character killed more than all the characters we set together combined. Okay, who? Ryuk from Death Note. Okay, well, that's just not fair. That is completely fair because he's a pickable character and he is part of anime. Ryuk is a god of death from the anime Death Note. Basically how Death Note works very quickly if you're like the one person who doesn't know about the anime is where there is the Shinigami realm and the human realm. Death Notes are... Uh, objects that uh, Shinigamis possess, and there's a king of the Shinigami. Ryuk somehow manages to get a second copy because every Shinigami has one copy, and he's bored, so he drops the Death Note in the human realm. That's where Light Yagami picks it up, and he decides to cleanse the world of all criminals, and he starts writing down a bunch of criminals' names. Why would you drop a murderous notebook in the human realm? Why would you do that? You're bored. Literally <laughs> because he was bored. Ryuk is a insane psychopath if you just think of that fact. People overlook that fact very easily. Like, this anime happened because a god of death was bored. Millions of people died on this planet in that anime because Ryuk was bored. Like, just think of that fact. That's ridiculous. And he is, like, the ultimate Don't Don't murderer. get me wrong. There's, there's a lot of characters on our list that, like, have no respect for human life. In fact, I think the only one of our list that has was Afro. But this is just a whole new meaning of I do not give a fuck. Basically. And honestly, like, it goes further where, like, uh, Ryuk is, like, the uh, chaotic neutral, as GoPro Kyo stated before. But Ryuk also helps Light in certain circumstances, such as writing rules in the Death Note, which will help, like, Light get away with more murders in anime and in, in Death Note, so it's ridiculous. Ryuk is definitely a murderer. Uh, I know you're not a fan of Death Note, but we can agree that like 
ridiculous and murderous. No, yeah. I mean, like I said, not a fan of Death Note, but I still highly respect it. Light was actually almost on my list, but I am actually glad that you picked uh, picked Ryuk here because he is a bit more of a problem. <laughs> a lot more of a problem. Yeah, a lot more of a problem. <laughs> so, yeah, just Ryuk is, is, is ridiculous. Uh, any other thoughts, Hotshot? With Ryuk, I mean, again, we've we've covered it before, but just the fact that he was bored and that alone has killed like hundreds of people. And we only see the ones that are that are killed like through light. We don't know like what he did up until then. Yeah, I mean, and there's the second season with like Mikami and everything, and there's more Death Notes that get thrown into the mix. Like just all because Ryuk dropped the Death Note in the human realm in the first place, and then others were like, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna do the same thing." And then more deaths. <laughs> He's an influencer, if anything. Yeah, it's following him on Twitter at Ryuk, which actually there's a Ryuk Twitter account for the live action Death Note. I don't know if that's still a thing, but uh, you could technically follow Ryuk on Twitter. <laughs> I don't wanna. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, 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 I completely understand. So yeah, Ryuk, uh, biggest murderer on this list for sure. Like I, I'm, I'm thinking like who else? Yeah, could, like- I mean I, I have, I have a couple big ones, but no, Ryuk probably tops the list. The thing. The thing I think that like maybe like you could take like Dragon Ball characters such as like Frieza and Beerus that destroy entire universes. Uh, well, like planets. That's I no think. fun. <laughs> but like technically they murdered more, but like Ryuk definitely. Even though he's not the one writing the names of the Death Note, he still made the decision to like drop the Death Note. Like I've thought of it before. Like if I grab a Death Note, if I found a Death Note, I would literally take that thing and hide it and never touch it again. That's what I would do. Or I would like incinerate, find a way around the rules to like to like just. Get rid of it and like for it to make make it non-usable, you know. Yeah, but if you if you if you take it and don't use it in fourteen days, won't you die? That's the fake rule, Hotshot. Okay, then never mind. There you go. So uh, yeah, that's it's one of those things where light basically uh, because uh, Al was suspecting him of being um, Kira, he puts him in solitary confinement and he goes into he stays there for like sixteen days, right? And Part of Light's plan when he loses his memory was basically to have Ryuk write a fake rule saying uh, if the user of this book doesn't write a name within 14 days, you have to write a name every 14 days or you die, right? So because Light was like in there for 16 days, monitored the whole time, and didn't write a single name, well, Light was clear because of that fake rule. Okay, so... Okay, I actually thought it was a real rule, but that's also because I only listened to it out of context between you and Kyo. No, I completely understand. All right, so uh, go ahead with uh, your fourth pick. All right, um, this one I know I haven't talked about before, and it's actually one of my favorite shows that uh, Kyo showed me. Um, so this is another bounty hunter. His name is uh, Kanta Mizuno, also known as Desert Punk from Desert Punk. Okay, I'll look into it. Uh, get into it. Uh. So Desert Punk is a mercenary uh, where he will take money for pretty much any job. He will kill anyone without a second thought. His weapon of choice is his shotgun that he got from his uh, father. And even though like none of his missions like uh, directly portray to murder, he will still like, oh, you're thugs. And then boom, boom, boom. Um, one of the uh, probably one of his best influences with it was he was hunting down a rival gang leader and using he's he's a trickster. So he uses like a lot of illusions and stuff like that to basically take advantage of the desert heat to make his enemies go a little uh, star crazy before annihilating him. And he sends a note to the gang leader saying that his mo- uh, the gang leader's mother is a dirty whore. And Desert Punk himself just on his own sneaks into the fortified base and shoots everybody. Oh, my God. Desert Punk is awesome. <laughs> he's he's also like one of those catty, like sarcastic ass characters. But so a lot of this like, yeah, he he does heinous acts and everything. But he also is really, really fun about going about it. What's his actual name? Like his actual he's, name he's, is deli- he's delightfully insane. Yeah, his actual name is Desert Punk because I'm looking on the wiki. I can't find a character called Desert Punk. His actual name is Kanta Mizuno. That's the name go. outside of his persona. Perfect. So like the when he's in his armor and suit and everything, he's Desert Punk. I see. I see. Uh, yeah, this 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 character doesn't look well. <laughs> this character doesn't look well. <laughs> this character doesn't look like it's all there upstairs. He's not, honestly. He's a little bit insane. (laughs) 
when we are first introduced but to Kanta, he clearly shows up. His skills as a mercenary, but this weakness is far too clear. He cannot resist attractive women. Oh, great. And he's a pervert. Of course. <laughs> of course. No, look, I'm no, sorry, no, but wait, even wait, if... Wait, even wait, if wait, no, 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 look. no. Wait, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Here's the thing. We are talking about murderers. And mm-hmm. somehow, you manage to bring in your perverted anime taste mm-hmm. into that. I mm-hmm. I wouldn't have it any other way, Hotshot. 91 episodes. Yeah, of course. Of course you would pick a perverted murderer. That's who you would pick. That's who you would pick. That makes sense. Oh, I'm, oh my brain. My brain. My Look, brain right now. I said I stayed away from Shonen. If I didn't stay away from Shonen, I probably still would have picked him. <laughs> but there's space between Shonen and, like, etchy anime. There's, like thousands of other shows in between but you're like you're like a shonen or like perverted like that's how it works it's like on or off okay him being perverted like that that's basically like superman and kryptonite like that is his utter weakness but when he's on the job he does exactly what you're asking for and murders everyone when he's on the job okay okay hot shot when he's off the job that's when he's like yeah <laughs> yeah okay i yeah this character doesn't look like he's Put together properly and please don't i spoil. still want you to watch the show because the show itself is pretty badass okay then i will not watch it if you spoil it but if you do not spoil i, I will, will not it. spoil anything what i told you about him and the gang leader that's like the first mission he actually does good job good job you give me the first episode not the last one there you go <laughs> that's how it worked <laughs> look I, I it's okay if i did it to afro because afro's been out for like 20 years <laughs> fair enough um but in all seriousness yeah just I don't know, like, this This character just does not good vibes at all. Like, this is, like, this This character makes me uncomfortable almost. I still want you to watch the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 But, like, as a mercenary, I guess that's, like, what he does. But, like, man, this one just looks, like, I'm more pissed off about his murders than, like, Ryuk's murders for some reason. I don't know why. Because he's a pervert and Ryuk No, because, isn't. like, it's not, it's not, it's not even about him being a pervert. It's, like, the... The images that are that showcase him on the wiki page that I'm looking at, and the description of his personality and how he works in general, like excluding the perversion, I just feel like this character is just gutless, very, very, very gutless. I still love him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. if, if that's all, if that's all you have to say, then just go on to your next pick. All right, I'm going into Shonen. We're crashing right into one of the top, the top threes. Uh, I'm picking Madara Uchiha. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry, but like. If you ever have you ever watched Madara versus the four great shinobi war lines? I have, yeah. I mean, this guy like just kills everything. This guy's just like on it. Like it, there's nothing I can stop him. I don't no, wanna... like I, I I have nothing like against his power and like everything that he can actually do like as a ninja wise. I just don't like Madara. <laughs> Why don't you like Madara? He's a dick. Okay, we're not we're not rehashing the second Hokage conversation. No. I mean, no. I mean, he is a dick. It's just the fact that like all I don't like characters really that are like all will bow before me. And it's just like if if you go about it like in a in almost a campy funny way like Frieza does, I'll like it. But if you're just like, no, I don't have time for this. I'm just like, I'm not going to have fun with you. <laughs> I'm just going to wait until you inevitably get your face caved in. <laughs> no, I get that. But like, I just want to like go on to talk about like how he is like, um, uh... He's such a perfectionist and is like and hardworking and is uh, in the ninja art that he mastered. Like that's one thing that we can't take away from him. And I mean, he's one of the best villains in the series because of how like um, intense and n- not caring he is towards. Like he's a great, great villain. And the perfect example is how you feel about him. You hate him. That's what a villain's supposed to like ensue into you, fr- from you. You know, like w- what he's supposed to gather within you. Um, I just really enjoyed uh, the confrontations and the battles that he was a part of. Like, Guy versus Madara is one of my favorite anime fights, bar none. Um, and just as a character, he just he goes in and he's like super, just an amazing fighter. You can't deny how skillful he is. And being part of the Uchiha obviously like gives him the ultimate power up. But like, I love this character and like obviously just a great character. I don't know about you. He he is he is a great character when it, in terms of power and everything like that. Um, and especially when it comes to like strategy, like using Obito through like thirty plus years until his end goal is coming, even even after he was long dead at the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he still had that plan, and he still had that plan coming in. Or even the fact of like how much of a threat he was when he 
like the uh the first final valley uh fight against the first Hokage. Like I I will not deny his power and I will not deny how much of a threat he is, and I will respect Madara, but it's just not one of my favorite characters. No, exactly. But I just think like the the, the great ninja war would not have been the same without him. No, and is that is that probably your best influence on like how much he's murdered is him fighting in the war? I, that's like what I recall the most of, yeah. Why do you have do you have something else to pull from? I don't because like the only thing that we actually see him fight with is either the first Okage or in the war. Like we hear the stories and everything in Madara. But honestly, for me personally, if I picked a Naruto pick, I would have said Itachi for the Uchiha clan massacre. Oh, you know what? That's a really good pick. Yeah. But like I've picked Itachi on like anime desk before. Like I, I wanted to pick a character I hadn't picked before. No, you're good. You're good. I'm just saying where I would have gone. No, yeah, that's a good pick. I, I, I completely agree. But like I just feel like. Madara is just he's more evil than it's like it's a good pick but Madara (laughs) he's just more evil you know he just got more no I get it I get it against him he he's more he brews more he's darker he's rougher around the edges it's it's you it's he's spikier with his hair you know it's it's Madara cool dude (laughs) <laughs> good backup on that I mean, come on but you know what I he's mean he's spikier with his hair I mean okay but did you not hear all the other things I stated hotshot like you know you- I, I did hear I did hear all the other things I just I just like Itachi more so I would have had more to say on him no I understand but I, I just I'm, what the point I'm trying to bring up is that just as a villain and as a murderous character Madara I feel has more under his belt in the sense that like he's part of like oh, the war and he kills so many uh, shinobi in the war and then Itachi kills a clan once. You see what I mean? Like it's I feel like his actions, his murderous intent is more is higher than Itachi's because of those two examples when you compare them. I know you're right, but just taking the uh, the influence from the war, wars are kind of kill or be killed. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I know Madara has no fear of that at all, and he will happily, like, mow down anyone anyway. But that's just where I, where I see it from. Like, Itachi commits murder just to just for the sake of murder. Like, right. They weren't presented. Aside from the, the whole reason that he gets into it, it's still just like cold blooded murder. Yeah. But like, it's, like, it's not on a it's not on a battlefield. No, exactly. That's why I said, like, they're not presented with the same opportunities, obviously. Yeah. All right. Plus, Madara's so, been around a hell of a lot longer. Yes, and Itachi was kind of dead during the war. Anyways, your final yeah. pick. Final pick, a uh, character that I have picked uh, before for a couple of the lists or that I have brought up. Uh, Monokuma from Rumpa. Okay, I actually looked more into Daganronpa um, la- lately, and I've been very considering watching it because I saw it on the PS Store. Um, Monokuma's a good pick. Monokuma's a good pick. And uh, go ahead, Hotshot, sorry. Okay. So Monokuma himself is actually a uh, robotized bear. <laughs> um, so there's actually someone else pulling the strings, but I won't say who. Um, and it's his job to look over the students of Hope Academy and run the trials of which in Hope Academy, your job is to literally murder another student and get away with it. And if you don't, then you yourself are murdered and the essentially the school year continues. So all of the executions that I have brought up before are Monokuma's fault because he's the one who executes them. I feel like this anime is the perfect setup for like just murder to be like everywhere. Like this is like, well, it, it is because it's a, it's a whodunit. The only way to escape is to murder and get away with it. Yeah. And if you don't get away with it, you get murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's just, it's just killing after killing. It makes me think of the anime Another, which is another one where like there's a lot of killing happening in it, but like that's for a different day. Um, Monokuma, to me, uh, basically, I felt like he was kind of like, almost like the face of, of the anime, but not the main, main character. You see what I mean? Like, kind of like, I, I feel like, uh, uh, Gopro Kyo put it No, really you're well. right. He's, he's the, he's the icon. Like, when you think of Danganronpa, you basically think of Monokuma, but he's not the actual, like, he's kind of the main antagonist, but, there's someone pulling his strings as the real main antagonist. Yeah, yeah, but like, uh, Gopro Kyo put it perfectly once, and I really like the term. He he said flagship character. You know what I mean? You kind of think of uh, Danganronpa, you see Monokuma in the back of your head. That's yeah, he's I'm... the he's the poster child of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but I mean, if he does all these executions, he he kind of has a freebie to like just he basically has a free like uh kill count plus machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And unfortunately, I can't like if you're actually considering going into Dragon Rope, but I can't go over all the executions he does because they involve like 
obviously, if it's a whodunit anime or whodunit game, then like his way of execute. Let's just say his way of executing has to do very specifically with the character he's executing. Okay, answer me this: Has there been one guillotine? No, actually. Well, that's kind of surprising because that's a very popular. Um, anyway, that's a very popular way to go. Yeah, but again, all of his murders are are uh, spe- specially designed for the uh, for the player right, or okay. for the student. So, like, uh, the students are called ultimates. So, like, if you're the ultimate gamer, your death is going to be revolved around gaming. If you're the ultimate. Uh, Pianist is going to be based around a piano. The ultimate uh, baker, it's going to be around baking, so on and so forth. Okay, I see, I see. Um, I am ready for my final character because I feel okay. like I want to watch Monokuma. Yeah, Monokuma was my final one. There was one honorable mention I want to throw in, but I'll do that after you go for your uh, for your last pick. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, my final character. This is not the first time I brought up this anime or this character, and it's not the first time that I'm ending a podcast with this anime slash character from Blood Sea Saya. Yeah, come on, come on. I, I still I still haven't watched much of Blood Sea, and I I know I promised I would, but at the same time. What I have seen, which is like the first two episodes, I love Saya. <laughs> Saya is an amazing character, and she, she kills the bad guys. So we like when Saya murders. Basically, is the way. We yeah. Do. So, like I said, not all murderers are bad guys. Yeah. Some yeah. murder the bad guys. Exactly. But like, basically, how Bloodsea goes for people who don't know, uh, you have a, a planet, a place, like just a, an anime setting, and there are elder barons and humans, and the elder barons are these creatures. Um, there's they could be like bunnies, or they could be uh, very like insect-looking creatures, monsters. And long story short, there's a deal between the two of them that they will coexist happily. But then the pact is broken, and they start killing uh, humans. And Saya is training the art of the sword, and the only thing that can kill her, that can kill the the elder barons that are going on these rampages and killing all the humans, is uh, her sword and her blood. So she's basically the only person who can get rid of these uh, monsters, and she like kills so many crazy elder barons and i love this girl she's like a tank she runs through them she doesn't care she is super intense and i just love seeing her fight this is why i want her in death battle so bar so badly like her versus mugen i said it before would be such a great death battle um uh, mugen from uh, samurai champloo i just as a character and as a fighter i mean hacha go ahead what do you think as a fighter, again, I haven't really seen much of Blood Sea, so I don't really have an entire or a whole lot to offer. But when with her klutzy and everything demeanor until she's fighting, but when she's fighting, she just goes into pure, not blood rage, but pure blood focused mode where she only sees her target, like only what she wants to kill and does not give up until it is destroyed. Actually, you know what? You made me think of something. I feel like the Saya we see, that's like uh, who goes to the Gimo Cafe and everything, mm-hmm. she's warm. And when she goes into her And when she mode, finds a target, she turns cold. She's super cold. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of that's kind of why I love her. It's like it's like the ultimate separate work from play <laughs> to where it's like where you play, you're like happy and joyful and warm or like or like a coin where everything can just flip. And then when you're at work and everything just goes cold and dark and I want to destroy all of you. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I just think it's student by day, slayer by night. It, it, she's like the ultimate badass version of Batman. Well, no, Honestly. she's like the she's like the she kind of is kind of like Batman where she's happy go lucky at day and murderous rampage at night. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. All right, Hotshot. Uh, that's all I had on uh, Saya. You can go to your uh, honorable mention. My honorable mention? Yeah. Okay. Um, the only reason I didn't have her on my list is because she technically doesn't kill any humans. <laughs> uh, she kills creatures, so I didn't what, really feel what, like that would count, so I left her off. Well, well, Saya is basically that. Hmm? Saya does that. She only kills... Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. So I could have kept her. Damn. Oh, well. Um, but my honorable mention is zero two from Darling in the Franks. Oh, and okay. yeah. And saying that because zero two kills a clock or Colossosaurs, 
that are basically these uh, rampaging monsters in attempt to destroy the last of humanity. Okay. And she's one of the uh, she's one of the main main lines of defense in repelling them with her partner hero. But she's one of the rare cases because in her mech, she can also fight alone. And when she does, she goes absolutely feral because uh, she has clock sword blood in herself as well. So when she goes, she's like a starving wolf and just rips into all of them, just like surging for the weak spots, crushing them and then quickly moving on to the next one. She's destroyed waves and waves of clock swords on her own. To the point where she's been revered as one of the only pilots who can use her franks without a partner. Like she's way more efficient with a partner who can keep her under control, but she can also do it without. Right. I mean, I've I haven't seen this anime, so I can't comment too much. But uh, it sounds like uh, just another one that like takes it for the team kind of thing. You know, like she just goes out there and she just takes care. She just she doesn't really uh, take it for the team. She just does it because she feels like it's what she wants to do. Like she it takes her a while to like accept that, like she's part of a team. And that may be because like it takes the actual team a long time to accept the fact that she's part of their squad now. Right, right, right. But she's for uh, she's kind of like a calmer version of, you know, to where she just basically ignores everyone except for her darling hero. And that's it. Like she doesn't kill any of the any of the teammates or anything like that. But she basically just shoves them aside and just listens to hero. Okay, I see. I see. Sounds very intense. And I just another one of those characters that like, you know, it's just what they do is they kill. You know, this is like yeah. how they were written. All right. You're, I mean, you're good, especially when she goes feral. I will say this anime in general is actually more so your speed than mine, but I still love it because it is one of those uh, slow plays, like just highly intellectual ones where there isn't really any like there is high paced action and everything like that. But it, it makes you think more than anything else. Right. No, I see. All right. I am going to go over my list. Uh, so I had Lucy from Elfin Lead, Ryuk from Death Note, Frankenstein from the animation watch, Madara from Naruto, and Saya from Blood Sea. What was your okay. last shot? I had Monokuma from Rumpa, Yunogasai from Future Diary, Desert Punk from Desert Punk, Afro Samurai from Afro Samurai, uh, Guts from Berserk, and honorable mention zero two from Darling in the Franks. And I only remembered it because I texted it to myself earlier. There you go. All right. So the artwork for anime podcasters is provided by GoPro Kyo. So go follow him on Twitter at GoPro Kyo. He's available for commission. Does amazing artwork. Such a hardworking YouTuber. So go check him out. Go give him all your support. He's like literally one follower away from 100. Like someone, someone go follow a GoPro Kyo. Come on. Someone. Right now, go on Twitter and follow GoPro Kill. Go support his art. He's an amazing dude. Uh, Hotshot, where can people find you? You guys can find me right here at Giant Music, uh, just doing the podcast as I do. You guys can also find me over on my channel, Hotshot Ginger, doing Ponsu Cast with uh, GoPro Kyo. Uh, where we talk about anime that's more so, as you guys heard on my Desert Punk pick, more on the pervy side, more on the I bring my filth over here and not leave it over there where I'm supposed to, according to Jaden. Should do so, a Desert Punk podcast of Ponsu Cast. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it now. But uh, if you guys are in the mood for raunchier, dirtier stuff uh, covered in anime, I'm your guy over on Ponsu Cast on my channel. And you guys can also find me on Twitter at Caution Ginger where I'm basically just a ghost and we'll stock everything. <laughs> When's your next video coming out? Uh, if it's not a Ponsu cast, I'm just curious. It probably, it probably is a Ponsu cast. It's just hard. Uh, since Kyo got a new job, it's hard for us to actually find a recording day that works for us. You just had to pay your rent, Kyo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> we like having a place to live. You just had to have an apartment and the responsible adult responsibility. <laughs> Says the guy not living in the States. Oh, I'm, I'm messing around. All right. So, so for myself <laughs> and Hotshot, this has been another episode of... Anime! Hotshot, pick the next topic right now. Pit, what's the next topic? Go. Podcasters. What's the next topic, Hotshot? Mario. Perfect. Bye, guys. Bye.